the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We cannot contain. Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. The main thing is, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Because indeed, if you will see God, indeed, if you will hear the voice of God, all your problems will just vanish. You see, Jesus prayed so much. He prayed so much at the beginning, so much during his ministry. Even at the end, he prayed. They say, Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. That's a song that we sing. Jesus started with prayer and ended with prayer. Prayer is the master key. Amen. Jesus started with prayer. 40 days of prayer with fasting. What was he praying for? What was he praying for for 40 days? What was Moses doing on the, in the, on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights? What was he doing? The Lord just made me to understand that it's like, so what do you think Moses was doing on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights? And not just 40 days and 40 nights, he did another 40 days and 40 nights. If you had the two together, it's actually 80 days and 80 nights. What was he doing? What was Jesus doing? Tell me, was Jesus fighting the devil for 40 days and 40 nights? Look at that, Matthew 4. What was Jesus doing? Matthew 4 from verse 1. And Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. So when did the devil come around to tempt him? Was he from the beginning? At the end. Amen. Jesus Christ was not there 40 days and 40 nights doing a warfare with the devil or talking with the devil. He didn't talk with the devil for 40 days and 40 nights. Who was he talking to? To his father. He was communicating with his father. He was getting strength from his father. He was getting instructions from his father. He was getting directions from his father. They were talking about what he came to do. That's what he was talking about for 40 days and 40 nights. The devil, not a big deal. No. Jesus will not spend 40 days and 40 nights trying to fight the devil. When Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights, 
You think he was um, there talking about the, the battles with the kings of the land that they were going to meet? No. What, what did he go there to do? He went there to do what? Receive the word of God. Huh? He went there to receive the promise, to receive the laws of God, to receive the mind of God, to receive, you can say, to receive God and bring God down to the people. That's, where, that's, what, that's what he was doing for 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. So prayer is about getting to know God. It's, it's relationship with God. And developing a friendship with God. That's what prayer is. Jesus prayed so much that his disciples asked him to, te- to teach them how to pray. Like he prayed. Remember that these people knew how to pray before, but they saw that Jesus' prayer was different. And they said, okay, teach us how to pray the way you pray. That's when he taught them the Lord's Prayer. He gave them a, a prayer template, taught them, and also gave them an illustration on prayer. What he taught them and the illustration he gave them basically was to say that prayer is based on relationship. Specifically, sonship. That's why I say, Our Father who art in heaven. And later he gave them an illustration and say, Who among you being a father, a son will come and ask for bread, you will give him a stone. He said, If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Amen. So, prayer is based on relationship, specifically sonship, and that the power that prayer carries is predicated on friendship, friendship with God. There are many people that have relationships. Amen. Oh, my, my, my wife, my husband, my children, my cousins, whatever, I know all kinds of relationships that we have, but no friendship. You are not even close to them. They don't even know you. Hmm? You don't even want to talk to them. Even though they are your husband. Even though they are your wife. You are not, you are not close. You are not friends. You know? They are your children. But no, you don't really talk. Hmm? How many brothers fight all the time? And sisters fight all the time? And husband and wife fight all the time? Even though they are husband and wife. Oh God is your father. Is he your friend? Are you his friend? Prayer is first based on relationship, but the power that it carries is based on friendship. Knowing God. Knowing God. Prayer is primarily about knowing God. It's not about fighting the devil. It's not about trying to get something from God. It's about knowing God. Prayer is primarily about knowing God. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? Those that have clean hands and a pure heart. Those who have not exalted their heart to to doing evil, and it says, This is the generation of them that seek the Lord, that seek your face, like Jacob. The people that seek your face, those are the people that were sent into the heel of the Lord. Those that want to seek the face of God, not the hand of God for a, for a handout. The place of prayer is primarily for bonding with God, not for binding and losing the works of the devil. It was after Jesus had spent time with his father in prayer and fasting that the devil came to test him. And it was 
it was what he received from his father that he gave that gave him power over the temptations of satan amen it's what we receive in the presence of God, in communicating with God, in interaction with God, in, his, in, our, in, in intimacy with God, in giving and receiving from God, it, the power that we receive, the understanding that we receive, the revelation that we receive, the strength that we receive, that will help us overcome the devil. Amen? Very, very, very important. Very, very important that we understand this. Jacob could not have prevailed over the threat of death. There was a threat of death coming from his brother Esau. Esau was coming to kill him in Genesis 32. Jacob could not have prevailed over that if not that his relationship with God had been amended or had been, you know, had been, uh, had, had been healed. Jacob had a controversy with God, or God had a controversy with Jacob. Jacob, 20 years ago, stole his brother's inheritance, deceived his father, stole his brother's inheritance, and uh, God did not, no, bring it up to him. God, it was as if God overlooked it. Amen. But 20 years later, God came, God, God sent him back home and said, go back home. And as he was going home, his brother was coming to kill him. And he was so distressed. He was so distressed. And he prayed. You told me to go back home. Lord, you told me to go back home. He did all kinds of things. Just to make sure that he doesn't, you know, he didn't get killed. And when he was left alone, when he was alone, left alone with God. If we see the, the scripture, that the, the, the verse that says, uh, Jacob was left alone. That will be before 24, 23. And he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons and crossed over the fort of Jacob. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. A man wrestled with him. Basically, it was, if you read this very well, it's God that came to wrestle with him. To ask him questions. Amen. And as there was, I mean, as this wrestling match was going on, it's, it is said here that this man could not, could not win over Jacob. And uh, in verse 26, it said, The man said, Let me go for the day breaks. And Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Amen. So, this man could not win Jacob in this wrestling match. And the man wanted to escape or to go, to leave Jacob. And Jacob said, no, I won't let you go unless you bless me. You know, this man, I mean, Jacob recognized that this man had power, authority to bless him. But why could he not overcome him? Why could this man who had power and authority over Jacob to overcome him. Why couldn't, he over, why couldn't he overcome him? Why couldn't he wrestle him and throw him down and win? Now you see. He said, bless me. I will not let you go unless you bless me. And the man said to Jacob, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Amen. God wanted to know who to bless. If somebody says, bless me. Or somebody says, I mean, if somebody is going to write a check they want to know who to write the check to. 
So God wanted to know who to write the check to. Is it to you or to who? Amen. And uh, because 20 years ago, he called himself what? Esau. Huh? Remember? 20 years ago, he said to his father, Isaac, Oh, I am your son, your firstborn son, Esau. That's how he deceived his father. So God, okay, you want me to bless you? Are you Jacob or are you Esau? So he said, I am Jacob. By that, he told the truth. Amen. In fact, if you read Hosea, we see that, you know, the scripture, you know, that Hosea is casting light upon this, upon what happened here, that Jacob actually pleaded with God. He wept. He cried to God. He repented for what he did. Lord, forgive me. And that is why God or the angel could not overcome him. Amen. The only thing that overpowers God, so to say, the only thing that is stronger than God, so to say, is what? Repentance. When we repent, God says, okay, I I can beat you. Go. No, go. Go. You are forgiven. Amen. Ahab was so wicked. And the prophet came to him and said, this is what is going to happen. This is what is going to happen to you. This is what is going to happen to you. And Ahab turned around and began to weep and to be repentant and to be remorseful. And the Lord sent the prophet back and said, see, see, see. He has repented. He is repenting. Now tell him that it's not going to happen on his on his time it's going to happen later god will withdraw his hand if we repent that's what happened there jacob repented and the controversy that god had with him was settled his relationship with god was settled and that's why he could be blessed amen so once his relationship with god was amended was 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 settled his relationship with his brother was not a big deal that is real prayer so the real prayer here with jacob you know wrestling with or god wrestling with him as even prayer really the real thing is his conversation with god his relationship with god once that was settled his relationship with his brother was taken care of. In fact, you see that in verse, yes, yes, that verse 28. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Amen. How can you struggle with God and prevail? Yeah. But that's what the scripture says. You have struggled with God. You have fought with God. And you have prevailed over God. The only way we prevail in the battle and the struggle with God is in repentance. Amen. When we submit to God, God hands off. And he says, when you prevail with God, you will prevail with men. It's first of all prevailing with God. Then you will prevail with men. Amen. 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.